Okay, we are recording. <clears throat> Welcome to story time with Lily Wolf. I phone. Oh yes, I'm holding the microphone now. <clears throat> story time with mommy and look. Mommy and look. What about you? And David. And Papa. Papa's here with us too. Story time with David and Mama and Papa. And look. What, who's look? He is look down. That is invisible. The invisible look down? Like the fish? Oh, okay. He didn't want it. <clears throat> Ooh. So today we're continuing Robert Louis Stevenson's Treasure Island. Or, if you can say it better, Fairy Island. Berry Island. What kind of berries do they have on Treasure Island? Blueberries. Blueberries. <laughs> I thought they'd have gold berries. Like silver berries. Long John Silver Berries. Alright. Long John Silver Berries. So it's good, honey. <laughs> Chapter 17. Narrative continued by the doctor. The Jolly Boat's last trip. <clears throat> Let me get the doctor's voice back on. This fifth trip was quite different from any of the others. In the first place, the little galley part of a boat that we were in was, was gravely overloaded. Five grown men and three of them, Trelawney, Redruth, and the captain, over six feet high, which was already more than she was meant to carry. And to add to that the powder, pork, and bread bags. The gunwale was lipping astern. Several times we shipped a little water, and my breeches and the tails of my coat were all soaking wet before we had gone a hundred yards. Do you remember what's happening? Do you want to tell Papa what you remember so so far about the story? Honey, please use your utensils. Why are you using your, your fingers? Your That's how we do it at home. Well, yeah, but our blueberries are not juicy like these. These are like extra juicy blueberries. Because blueberry juice will actually stain, which yeah. means it'll discolor your clothes or your, not your fingers forever, but like see these stains on your pants? Those might not come out in the washing machine. So, you don't want to use your fingers for the blueberries. I'll go wash my hands. Okay. Can you tell Papa what you remember about what happened so far in the book? All I remember is that they abandoned the ship because they thought it was going to sink. I don't know if Papa remembers the story of Treasure Island. Remember some of it. Do you, can you tell him what's happened in the story so far? Forgot. You forgot what's happened in the story so far? <laughs> Everything? All right, why don't you go wash your hands, and while you do, I'll recap the story. So, um, Jim Hawkins lives with his mother in an inn, and there's this really bad pirate named Billy Bones that they don't know as a pirate. He's just a sailor, and he comes to stay at the inn. And Jim's Hawkins' father is very ill, and he eventually dies. And Billy Bones is an alcoholic, and all he does is he drinks rum, rum, more rum, and he sings sea shanties, especially 15 men on a dead man's chest, yo-ho-ho, and a bottle of rum. And one day, a... A man comes to find Billy Bones. Um, 
and he wants to talk to him. And he's initially really nice to Jim. And then he finds Billy Bones and Jim realizes that this is not someone that, that Billy Bones wants to talk to. And they don't know him as Billy Bones at this point. They only know him as the captain. So that's how he asked every, that's how he told everybody to call him. And so Billy Bones and this man talk and Billy Bones calls him Black Dog. And Black Dog wants to know where something is. Billy Bones has something that Black Dog wants. Yeah, David's disappeared. <laughs> so it's a challenge to get him to sit and read with me. I mean, well, he loves reading, but but it just depends like on the activity levels. Hey, we're recapping uh, Treasure Island. You ready? And Papa just finished making you some more eggs. Um, so I was telling Papa that Billy Bones, who was only known as the captain, was staying with Jim Hawkins and his mother in their inn and his father, but his father was super ill. And Black Dog had just come to find Billy Bones and was talking to him. And Black Dog, Billy Bones and Black Dog got into a fight and they um, got out their cutlasses. Ding, remember? Ding. And Black Dog, I think, got a cut across his cheek. Was no, that right? in his shoulder. Oh, in his shoulder. That's right. And he ran away. And then a few days or weeks later, another man came to visit. Blind Pew. Blind Pew. And he was way scarier than Black Dog. Um, and he went in and he gave Billy Bones the black spot, which is... A spot I, I would get that if you won, you'll get killed. If you stay, you'll get killed. Yep, it's a pirate's death sentence. I just want apple on the whole eggs. I just want it whole. I want the whole container. You want this whole container? Well, I can make more. I have a couple more. That's a lot, sweetheart. That's How about we just start with this? And so then Blind Pew gave Billy Bones the black spot. And what happened to Billy Bones? He got done. Uh-huh. He died. So you either had, well, no, he didn't die immediately. He either had a heart attack or a stroke, right? Hmm. Or did he, have, did he die immediately after Blind Pew left? Really? Um, and then, so Jim Hawkins, oh, I think you're right, yeah. Jim Hawkins, I already put salt on it, sweetheart. Jim Hawkins and his mother, because um, his father had already died, Jim Hawkins and his mother um, went up to Billy Bones's chest that he had because they wanted to get the money that was owed to them. And they realized that these guys were going to be coming back later, the bad guys. Um, and they were kind of figuring out, oh, no, this man might be a pirate. And so they went in the chest and they found money that was of all different types from different places around the world. And they also found this oilskin packet. And an oilskin packet is kind of like a bag, but it's made out of um, out of yep, um, out of animal skin. And it's coated with oil so that it's waterproof. So a lot of sailors use those kinds of bags. So they got the oil skin packet and they ran off with it 
in the money, um, some of the money, and they ran off with it. And just as they were running out, who showed up to the inn? The pirates. Yes, Black Dog and a whole bunch of bad guys. And they attacked the inn, and they were looking for, for the packet. And Jim Hawkins and his mother were hiding nearby. And then um, shortly before they were about to be found by the pirates, some guys came from the nearby town to help them. And so Jim Hawkins ended up going over to find Dr. Livesey, who was the local doctor. And Dr. Livesey was with Squire Trelawney. <laughs> um, and they realized that what they had was a treasure map. Squire Trelawney went off to Bristol to find a ship and a crew so they could go sail for this treasure. And Dr. Livesey said, whatever you do, do not tell anybody about this map. But Squire Trelawney likes to talk. And he talked. And unfortunately, he made friends with a guy who owned a pub whose name was Long John, Long John Silver. And Long John Silver has one, one main character trait. Can you tell Papa what that is? He's charming. Charming. It's charming. What does that mean? What does it mean to be charming? Kind. Yeah, it means that you can make people feel really good about themselves and you can make them like you. Mm -hmm. Really get them to like you. But the problem with that is that Long John Silver may be charming, but he is not a good guy. He is a bad guy. And Squire Trelawney was fooled by Long John Silver, and so was Dr. Livesey. And when Jim Hawkins met him, was Jim Hawkins fooled by him or was he suspicious yeah. he was fooled what were we when we met long john in the book we were suspicious because the first time that jim hawkins went into long john silver's pub who was there dog. <gasps> black dog and jim saw him there when john silver got onto the boat and was asked to sing a sea shanty by the crew what did he sing Fifteen men on a dead man's chest. Yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of rum. That's what Billy Bones That's sang. what Billy Bones sang. And Billy Bones told Jim that he sailed on a ship that was captained by Captain Flint, the notorious pirate, Captain Flint. And what did Long John name his parrot? Captain Flint. Flint. Wow. So, so they know about but it. because Long John is so charming, they all fell for it. And Long John filled the boat with his own men who were bad guys. So they got on the ship and they all sailed off. And the only good guys on the ship were Captain Smollett and Jim Hawkins and Dr. Livesey. And the squire, and just a couple others. Oh. And they yeah. sold off for treasure. They sailed off for Treasure Island, but the the crew wasn't supposed to know where they were going. But they all knew where they were going. And David described this situation very well. Do you remember what you said it was? It was a ship inside of a ship. 
There was a ship inside of a ship. Like tell, a us, sh- tell us about it. So uh, there was a crew and the captain inside of the nose ship. And they destroyed and examined all the other good guys. Or it fooled. Who was the captain of the ship inside the ship? Long John. Long John. And he was supposed to be the ship's cook. Yeah. Yeah, but he was secretly the captain. So one day, Jim Hawkins wanted to get an apple. And he went to the apple barrel. There were only a couple apples left in the apple barrel, so he crawled into it. He was just a kid. He was able to crawl into the apple barrel. He sat on the bottom of the apple barrel, and he ate his apple. And nobody knew he was in there. Who should come along to the apple barrel? But Long John Silver. He was with another kid that he was trying to convince on the ship to convince to join his side so that they could mutiny and take the treasure and everything. And he convinced that kid because he is so charming. And then there was there was another crew member who came up and said, "Hey." Long John, we want a mutiny now. Why can't we? They haven't even got to the island yet. We want to do it now. Come on. And Long John said, you have to have a patience. Long John said he didn't want a mutiny until they went to the island, the treasure was on board, and they were sailing for home. Why not? Why would he want to wait? You can finish chewing. It's okay. So they can drive home. Yeah, because none of them knows how to set a course for the ship. They can make the ship sail, but it's not helpful if they don't know where they're going. It's like being able to drive a car, but you don't know where you're going. You don't know how to get there. So that's why they need the good guys, at Mm. least until they're on their way home. And they say, okay, we just sail straight ahead. We're going to get home. They need them until that point. But all the other guys are impatient. And they just want to mutiny right now. So they get to the island. And they arrive at the island. And um, the, the, um, Jim Hawkins tells the captain, the squire, and Dr. Livesey what he overheard in the apple barrel. And they all say, oh, man, we were fooled. That John Silver is good. And they said, okay, we're going to let the crew go ashore. The crew can go ashore onto the island. Um, and a couple of men can stay on the boat if they want to. Let the crew go ashore. We'll try to let John Silver talk them back into not mutinying right now. But we can't let them know that we know. So they, the crew members, including John Silver, all go onto the island. And who hops into a boat? Jim. 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 He hops into a boat at the last minute. He gets on the boat he gets on gets to the island first, and Jim runs off into the island. Because he's scared of the pirates. He also wants to have some adventure. But he's he he's a boy. He he is doing things. He just wants to do things. So he runs off and he ends, he thinks, man, you know, I'm on this island. I know what's going on with the pirates. I really need to just try to figure out what they're doing and spy on them. So he spies on on them. He sees a conversation between John Silver and a man named, was it Alan or was it Tom? Tom. 
Tom, a man named Tom. But John is trying to convince him to join the bad guys. This is one of the good guys. Because there are so many crew on the ship. The good guy, you know, Dr. Lucy and the Squire and Jim, they don't know who the good guys are. Mm. Because they're kind of mixed in. So John was convincing Tom to join his side. And Tom said, no, I got Miana. And then what did they hear? Alan screaming the distance. Yeah, they heard a scream in the distance <gasps> and something that sounded probably like a shot. And Tom said, what is that? And Silver said, probably Alan. Not at all concerned. <gasps> and Tom said, oh, no, you're an evil pirate. And he ran away from John. And what did John do? With his crutch? Threw it at Tom, right in the back, broke his back. Tom went down, wham! John Silver swung over to him, hopped over to him like a monkey. He was so agile. And what did he do? Stab a knife. Stabbed him with a knife in his back. Mommy, you can help me. Yeah, you can help me. And Jim saw this whole thing. And he was horrified. It was awful. It was awful. John Silver had just proven that he was, I mean, the worst kind of bad guy. <laughs> and so Jim ran off, and he ran, and he ran, and he ran. And who did he come face to face with? The man of the island. There was a man who lived on the island, and his name was Ben Gunn. Ben Gunn. And Ben Gunn actually made friends with John Silver. How long had he been on the island for? Three years. Three years. Three years alone on this island. And um, he made friends with Jim, and he wanted to get off of the island. And that's where we left Jim Hawkins' narrative. And now we went to Dr. Livesey's narrative, where Dr. Lucy is telling his part of the story. And they're all, the, he starts his story when the doctor, the squire, and um, captain are all on the boat, and the men have just gone to shore. The pirates have gone to shore, and there are about six men left on the boat. And they don't know who's good guys and bad guys left on the boat. So they assume that they're going to have to do battle. Um, and they start barricading. Um, so the first thing that happens, though, is that so there are six men on the boat. Dr. Livesey realizes that Jim has snuck onto the shore. And he thinks, oh, no, Jim's going to be killed. So he gets in a boat to try to go figure out what's happened to Jim. And he goes to the shore. And, and then he you finds the stockade and he holds a horrible and then he heard a, after he found the stockade which can you tell papa what a stockade is it's like my house full of cannons party out of the mm. house yeah oh, is it something that has like fighting yep exactly papa. um it's kind of like a fort or a castle but it has it's a lot smaller and this stockade was very important because it had water. It had a stream right next to it. And that's one thing that they did not have provisions for on the ship. So, this would be a real problem. Yeah. So 
Dr. Lipsy found the stockade and then they heard that horrible, horrible scream and they knew, oh Alan no, screamed. now it's up, you know, we know something happened. So he gets back to the boat, they barricade the boat because they think, to the ship, they barricade the ship in parts of it because they think they're going to have to fight the pirates. But then they decide, okay, you know what, we got to go to the stockade, that's our best defensive position, it's where we're going to be able to make the biggest stand. And um, and so they start loading the little boat and going back and forth to shore, the jolly boat. But at this time, there are a couple of guys who are with the boats that had already been taken to shore with the pirates guys. And they see what's happening. And they're like, hmm, what's going on here? They don't do anything, but they're seeing what's happening so far. And the guys on the ship, um, have been kind of walled off. One of them decided he was going to join the good guys at the very last minute. So now where we are is the jolly boat is headed for its last trip with all of the good guys towards the shore so that they can go to the stockade. Um, and the bad guys are left on the big ship, and now they also have the bad guys on the shore who are already there. That's where we are, Papa. This doesn't sound like a good situation. This is a tough situation. Tough situation. This is pretty scary. So that was an enormous summary. Um, I am good right now, Papa. Thank you. Should we should we read this next chapter or should we wait to read since we just did that huge summary? Should we wait to read it? Okay, <laughs> so next time, that was the summary of where we are with Treasure Island. The next time we will continue um, with chapter 17, Treasure Island. And then we only read the first paragraph of this book, so we won't have to summarize next time. Um, so we will continue with that. All right, say bye, podcast listeners. Bye.